Welcome back to Creative and Caffeinated. I'm your host, Amanda Elise, and this is my podcast all about mental health and creativity. My last episode was published in June of 2020. Like many others, 2020 was a year that none of us could have predicted or prepared for. For me personally, I lost a job, I had my car totaled, I had to temporarily vacate my apartment for a month in the middle of the pandemic, I got a new car, got a new job, and then spent the entire second half of the year working as an essential mental health care provider, giving mental health services over Zoom and in person. Needless to say, the podcast was not my focus, but after a particularly stressful day at work last week, I was driving home and talking to my sister on the phone. During one of our many deep, insightful conversations, this word suddenly struck me. Grief. So much of what we experience can be defined as grief but we tend to limit our scope of the definition to applying only to people who have died. I decided to record this podcast after an unexpected six month hiatus in an attempt to widen the definition of grief and talk about the various types of losses we experienced over the last year in order to make space for the healing process that is going to be incredibly vital in 2021. First, let's start with a dictionary definition of grief. According to Merriam-Webster, grief is a noun that describes a state of deep sorrow, especially that caused by someone's death. Even the dictionary limits this state of being only to the circumstances of when someone has died. But I'm here to offer you a few other types of grief that I have encountered in my work as a therapist and in my own personal life. If any of the events I talk about have occurred in your life over the past year and you've noticed increasing feelings of sadness, depression, hopelessness, or even anger and confusion, consider that what you might be going through is a type of complex grief. Complex or complicated grief is something we talk about frequently in the mental health space. It's a type of grief that can arise when a person that we are grieving is still alive, or the loss we experienced was sudden and unpredictable or even traumatic in some way. Complex grief is also not limited to the loss of a person, but can expand beyond the loss of many things in our lives that are challenging and unexpected. The last thing that can make our grieving process complex or complicated is the response we get from others. In the United States and many Western cultures, there's an extreme discomfort around the topic of grief. We tend to rush the process of grief along and avoid emotionally provocative discussions around loss when we're in casual conversation. We tend to grieve in private and are told to hide our feelings rather than express them openly with others. We frankly don't talk a lot about grief 
And after a funeral or an event marking the end of something, we're expected to pick ourselves back up and resume life normally again as quickly and conveniently as possible. Complex grief can arise when our feelings of loss are invalidated, dismissed, or minimized by others as being, quote, not that bad, or even being some sort of blessing in disguise. This makes our grieving process all the more complicated and difficult to navigate. By no means is grief linear by itself, and when you add these different complex factors on top of it, it basically becomes a maze where we don't know which way is left and which way is right. We're just trying to get to the other side. So I created a list of some different types of grief that you may have not previously considered. One of which is job loss. Many people lost their jobs this year in the United States and across the world. Similarly, loss of status or income can cause us to feel grief. Tied to that can be a loss of stability, feeling like we are no longer financially or emotionally stable. We can also grieve the loss of our sense of self or our loss of identity. For 2020, a really big one is this loss of time, feeling like we lost a year or we had a year where we weren't able to do the things that we wanted to do. Sort of that sense of grieving this time that was involuntarily wasted. A big one is loss of mobility or a loss of your physical, even mental health. As we get older, it's natural that we grieve our, our youth, feeling like we've lost our younger years. A loss of freedom is also something that we can grieve if someone has been incarcerated or is feeling increasingly restricted in their environment. You can think about people who have been stuck at home under quarantine or under stay-at-home orders. They can be grieving a loss of freedom. Of course, we can also grieve the loss of a family member who is still alive and well, but may not be accessible due to circumstances such as deployment, addiction, abandonment, or even a physical move. We can also grieve the loss of someone being who we thought they were, and they ended up being someone different. We can grieve the loss of trust. and. We can grieve the loss of the nature of our relationship with someone changing, but continuing to exist in a new, different form. So this is by no means an exhaustive list. I will have this list published in the show notes, but if you can think of other examples, definitely feel free to share them with me on um, my social medias. I definitely wanna know what other types of grief you would add to this list now that you've kind of opened this conversation up and we're considering other situations to be grieving experiences. To summarize, grief is a normal response to a change that we have not expected or prepared for. We can feel a grief response to singular events that happen, as well as after the culmination of many events over time. In short, 
To say that 2020 has been a year filled with various types of complex grief layered one on top of the other is still an understatement. So let's just start by calling this feeling what it is, grief. We're feeling the loss of the year we all thought we were gonna have, the memories we thought we would make, and the places and people we thought we would see. By calling it out and labeling the feeling, we put ourselves in a position to tame it, knowing your grief and feeling it wholly. Once we know the beast that we're battling, we can equip ourselves appropriately with the tools that we need to overcome it. In 2021, I've decided to do a lot of things differently. I've decided to get back into my own therapy, for starters, in order to start understanding how my body has been carrying the many stressors and griefs that I've had to cope with over the last year in order to learn some new strategies to take with me into the future. I don't know if 2021 will bring all the things that I lost in 2020, and I can't expect that it will. Sure, I can set goals and I also have to be willing to accept that circumstances out of my control may continue to prevent me from reaching those goals. I have to learn to accept, adapt, and change course. I'm not gonna lie, it feels very scary sometimes as a person who identifies as low-level anxious all of the time, feeling like things are out of my control can be really uncomfortable. I may not be able to control my grief, but I can control how and when I heal from it. I choose to feel it now, and I choose to heal it now. Thank you for listening to my thoughts in this episode all about grief. I hope to bring you more podcasts like this one during the next year, along with lots of other exciting new changes. If you haven't been keeping up with me on social media, then allow me to be the first to share some exciting news about the future of the Creative and Caffeinated brand. This is no longer just going to be a podcast. In 2021, I am launching my new online shop by the same name, and creativeandcaffeinatedshop.com will have handmade items including stickers, greeting cards, totes, and more, all designed and produced by yours truly. And this idea has been churning in my mind for several years, actually, and it's finally come to fruition at the end of last year. And in only a few short months, I have produced dozens of products for the initial launch, which is set to take place on January 22nd, 2021. This new shop is the thing that I have chosen to control over the next year. It's a place for me to create products I care about and build a cohesive brand and business that will grow with me into this next phase of life. I'm really excited about it and I hope that you'll check it out. It will be linked in the show notes and you'll be able to see previews of everything I'm working on as well as listen to all of my podcast episodes and there will even be a place for you guys to suggest topics for future episodes. So like I said, website and everything will be linked in the show notes along with all my other social media information and some mental health resources if 
like me, you're wanting to explore some grief that you are carrying with you and discuss it with a mental health professional. So thanks again for listening, guys. Happy New Year. And I'm very much looking forward to spending 2021 with you. But until then, I'll catch you on the next episode. Stay creative and stay caffeinated. Take care.